Life Audio. The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm excited. I'm very excited about this show. I have one of my good friends, Jairus Hodges from Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete, Florida, and he's been on the show several times, and those shows have been amazing. Why are they amazing? Because you live with students year-round. You run a Bible uh, college, Bible school um, out here called Zeal School Ministry. Um, It's actually on the front page of the Whosoever's website, and we like to send people here to get discipled for a one-year program. And I'm currently actually here right now at their church in Florida. Not only that, you are one of the Bible uh, teaching pastors here on staff, and um, just awesome to have you. And you're one of the Whosoever's ambassadors, and you tour the globe, my dog. So, dude, yes. So, those of you that are listening, you've seen the past shows, buckle your seatbelt, because we're going to have an amazing show today. And today's show is going to be amazing, because we're going to talk about the Devo life, devotion life that... Um, I would say we make it so complicated and so hard to follow Christ, but when you apply these these lessons or these guidelines in our life, it could be so simple, but we're the ones that make it overcomplicated, and then we're running around and we're living by the flesh, and we're not spiritually in tune because we didn't read, we didn't pray, we're not in tune with God, and we're asking everyone about our problems when we need to just go to God, and God will speak to us about them right. and lead us. So let's get into it. What you got? Devo life. For anyone that wants to know, Devo Life is a Christianese kind of term. It's mm-hmm. a terminology that becomes common in the church because it stands for devotion, devotional, because you are devoted to God. So the most practical way to show your devotion to God and to build upon your devotion to God is reading your Bible and praying. Mm-hmm. It's those two simple things. And that can become, along with many other things, cliche in the church. Anything that you say enough can become cliche, and so a lot of people can get tired of hearing read your Bible and pray if they've grown up in church. Yeah. However, if you yeah. didn't grow up in church, that's news to you. So if you didn't grow up in church and you're new to Christianity, the main two things for what you actually do now after you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is you read the Bible because it's God's Word, mm-hmm. and you pray to God, and you figure out how to do that, and uh, you should figure out how to do that in a way that is organized and orderly, you know, not just open the Bible and what read they call it? You open the Bible and you, you get your fingers and you go, here, I'm going to read that verse. Lally, lally, lally. <laughs> yeah. Which this is what we're going to talk about. So yeah. you don't, it's not just random. You want to figure out a way to be organized and, uh, and honor God with that. But it's through that, that God will speak to you and you will also learn about God. And that becomes the foundation for literally everything else in your life. And so it, it's kind of coined the term Devo life. And I used to not like that because I grew up in the church, but mm-hmm. going through more in life and kind of getting closer to mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm a lot more unashamed of cliche terminology. So I will pump Devo life forever. And the reason I like it too. And the reason why it's uh, important is because our relationship is with God and God speaks to us through this way. This is why like, you know, you could have, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, you have so many people that go around and tell people about their problems. What do I do about this? What do I do, do about this? God will speak to you. And he speaks us through the Bible, but you have to spend time mm-hmm. with him. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours. Of, you know, it, it could be very – if you have the program set up, 
a simple way to set up, which we're going to talk about it today, mm-hmm. then God will speak to you in the morning. He'll speak to you through the day. Like it's, it's, this is how he speaks to us, but you got to set that little bit of time aside to kill the noise and tune in to what he has to say through the Devo life. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would say that to begin talking about the Devo time, our Devo life, uh, we have to have perspective that's proper. You have to understand what is the purpose of the Devo life. And uh, when you think about the Devo life, you you started off with the right perspective that it is because it's a relationship. Christianity's message is the message of Jesus. Mm. And the message of Jesus is, I love you. I have come to sacrifice myself for your sins yeah. so that if you believe in me and receive what I've done for you on the cross, you'll get forgiveness of sins and eternal life. But the eternal life starts now. Right. And you live that purpose for this life as a human, you know, with your human body, and you continue that eternal life in heaven forever after you die. So how do we live all that purpose? And that's that big question of what's my purpose in life? Right. So figuring that out starts with a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and building that relationship starts with the Devo life. And so the perspective of the Devo life is I am building my relationship with Jesus, and that helps to immediately take away too much emotion and spirituality in it and understand that I'm going to do this because the scriptures themselves say this is what builds my relationship, not to mention millions of lives that validate. This is how I build my relationship, just like if you enter any other relationship. What are the basic things that you need to do for that relationship constantly, consistently, so that your relationship will be strong, always? And for the Christian, it starts with the reading and praying. And you will find as you start to read and pray every day, that God's going to speak to you. And a lot of times he'll speak to you, but maybe some days he doesn't. Uh, It's not like this big thing in the sky. And maybe some days it's just the refreshment that you get from reading and praying. But the purpose that you're doing it is not to get a feeling. The purpose is I'm seeking relationship. This is my devotion to God. And also when you're reading and you're praying and you're you're doing these things, he may not speak to you that day about what's happening, but he... In a couple of days, something might happen or a week later and what you read and he spoke to you through that day, you'll remember that and then he'll bring it back to remembrance. 100%. So this is why it's important to continue to read and pray and allow him to, to speak to you through the word because he will be able to pull from what you read back and re- give you those reminders. Yeah. He takes you back to that. You're in a situation and all of a sudden he takes you back to that moment when you read that and you're like – Oh my gosh, I remember I read this, and this is actually the solution to what's happening right now. Yeah, actually, uh, my wife and I call that oozing when someone practices anything in life and they become a professional at it. If they, uh, for example, if there's a really good guitar player, you know what I'm saying, Uh, or a really good violinist or pianist, and you hang out with them, you're at someone's house, and then there's a grand piano in 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 the living room. And you're like, yo, homie, go play the grand. And then they hop on and they just randomly play this beautiful piece of music and it's so sick. That's oozing. That only happens because of consistency in their life for hours and days every single time. Right. Same thing happens as a Christian that you want to be able to ooze the Holy Spirit, the spiritual life that I'm living by the Spirit. And the only way you can do that is by feeding yourself the food of the Spirit. So for a pianist, I have to practice piano every day. At any moment, I can ooze when it's needed. 
uh, it would just naturally ooze out of me is kind of that word we kind gotcha. of make that word on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a Christian, like you're saying, you fill yourself up, you read and pray every day, and then as life goes on, it will just naturally ooze out of you the spiritual life, uh, the the wisdom that you need for it. I remember when I was just starting to walk with God, uh, it was like pretty fairly new within the first like couple of years. Um, I remembered like reading and not knowing the stories and hearing everyone talk about the stories around me. And that's the one thing that made me really wanted to read the Bible and know what it said because you hear about everyone that has so much knowledge of the Bible. That's because they're reading it and they're in it and they're doing their devotions, right, and studying the Bible. And then I remember one day I was talking to someone. It was like a neighbor in a neighborhood. And we were having, so someone that was like walking in the neighborhood with a dog and we had this conversation. And all of a sudden as I'm talking to him, like the word of God was coming out of my mouth. And that was like the first time when I was like, Oh my gosh, like, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. Like, I knew I studied it. I read it before, but I wasn't even thinking about it. It just came out Mm -hmm. naturally. And that's what happens in these moments is I was answering this guy's questions by the word of God that was coming out of me because it was in me. Yeah. And another thing on that perspective, if you, uh, if you keep thinking about it, um, the oozing kind of, happens uh with physical life and eating and the bible itself describes itself as bread because jesus is the word mm-hmm. um he also calls himself the bread of life and uh the analogy of food becomes more perspective and understanding this devo life that we have so if you're going to grow in a relationship with god have the ability to just ooze a spiritual life right. have god use scripture in your life and all these things it's because you are eating. So to process that is another analogy that's used a lot that helps us. If I'm going to uh, be able to randomly walk up and lift something heavy, it's because I'm eating and drinking water and exercising, right? Yep. And spiritually, that's what we do with our diva life. Every day, I'm going to read and pray because that's going to keep me spiritually strong and it's going to keep me spiritually fit. It's going to keep me healthy. Mm-hmm. I uh, recently just started working out to like try and gain muscle. I used mm-hmm. to just try and be like, super skinny so I could skate and um, my wife is like hey you should get a little bit more muscle so I'm trying to gain a few pounds of muscle so I started going to a new gym mm-hmm. and it totally changed my whole morning routine because the only time I can fit in this gym is early in the morning so to fit my diva life with my gym life and in preparation for the day I have to get up really early now but it's been the best thing ever because it's um, it's significantly increased my health, but also my muscles. I'm getting yeah. stronger, and that's what I want. Yeah. And, and I wake up a lot of days not really feeling like doing it. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to get up right now. I don't want to go to the gym and, and like pump weights and get exhausted. But then you wake up at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Nobody, nobody <laughs> likes that. Unless you're, but this is a good point, though. Crazy. This is a good point exactly. with the devotion. Exactly. But now that I've been doing that consistently for months, I'm uh, I'm seeing results, and it's yeah. really encouraging to see the results, and uh, and it and inspires me to to keep on going. So that now, when I continue to wake up on a lot of days and don't feel like doing it, I'm going to keep doing it because I know that it's going to bring the benefits I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Same thing spiritually speaking, and the way we do it spiritually is reading and prayer. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I might wake up. And I do. I wake up a lot of days. I don't feel like reading the Bible. I don't feel like praying. But my spirit desires. I desire to have a spiritual life. I want to be close to Jesus. I want to live the way he wants me to live. I want to be like him. And I want him to really be glorified in my life. The only way I can do that is if I make time and make it happen. I'll tell you this. No matter what. 
I can think of a million different things to do than to open the Bible and open my devotions. And, you know, frankly, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I'm good today. Right. And what I notice is those days I don't do that. Right. It's if you feel off. Yeah. It's like you don't eat. But in the reality is you're feeding your spirit as we were talked about. Yeah. And your spirit is hungry. Mm-hmm. So you do feel off and you don't know what it is. And you could go a day or two and I've done it before for whatever reason. And you're like, I just feel funky. Like I just feel off and I don't know what's going on. And then you open your Bible, you read, you, you get down to the devotion or whatever it is, the study. And then and when you're done, you're like, that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what I need the whole time. And you, you, you forget cause you miss a day or two or whatever, but it's all about reading and praying. And then your whole life, it, it comes alive. Yeah. And it's a full course. It's meal. so important, but we think of a million things not to do. Right. You know? But it's, it's, it's a full course, full course yeah. meal. It makes yeah. me think of that when you talk about it. Cause yeah. you know, anybody would be down to, you know, wake up and eat a cinnamon roll every morning. Uh, but you can't, just do that every morning. It's not going to be good for you. You need to eat your vegetables throughout the day as well. Mm-hmm. And the word is like that. It's a full course. So it has, it has, um, every flavor, you know, for our spiritual palate. Um, and some things are kind of harder to eat than others, mm-hmm. but the same thing happens spiritually that happens physically. If I, you know, if I don't like broccoli and not, not that I'm allergic to it, but if I just don't like it, but then I, you know, or vegetables in general, and I just start eating more vegetables, mm-hmm. I might not like it at first because it might not taste the greatest, but the more that I eat it over time, I actually like my, your, your appetite for it will actually change. Yeah. Your taste buds yeah. will actually change. Mm-hmm. So then you will actually desire it and you'll see the benefits of it. And it's, it's like that for the full course. Okay. With that said, two things. Number one, first thing is we have this list and we look at our list and we try to figure out we, – we have so much time to do this whole list, but we don't have even time to our devotion. Why? Why do we have time for everything else? I'm speaking to myself. Right. We can look at, oh, I got to do all this. I don't have time. I don't have 30 minutes to do this. Right. Number one. Number two, the other thing you just said was you start desiring it. When you first get into it, I remember first reading it or you know, reading the Bible. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is brutal. It's just like everyone that opens the Bible, and you've probably heard it a million times. They go, I started reading the Bible, but I don't understand it. They just kind of give up because they, they open up the Bible. They don't know where to read, and they just, they, they just give up. Or it's so hard. If you start reading it, you start listening to Bible studies, and find a, a pastor that you like to listen to, first of all, that, mm-hmm. that actually helps. Because oh, yeah. if you don't like listening to someone, and he's making it sound really boring – then you want to get someone else. Everyone likes a certain style of pastor the way they teach. Yeah. Find the voice that you like and then get in it from there. And also find a translation that you like. Right. You know, there's a lot of uh, translations. Obviously, people are going to say the King James and the New King James. You know, there's the NIV, which someone could say something about that. The NLT. I read the NLT because it's just normal language. And I like reading it. When I read the NLT, I like actually reading it. When I read the King James, I don't like reading it. Right. right. So I'm inspired to read it with the New Living Translation. Uh, but you get whatever translation that you like to read to get you going. But literally you start reading it and you start seeing the transformation. You start seeing the effect of it in your life. And then you want more and more mm-hmm. and more. And then when you don't go – then when you don't have it, you're like, I got to read. It's like the taste is there. But it's just getting the party started, like just getting going, getting wetting your appetite for it. Yeah, I, I would say – I'll speak into the second thing first, and then we could talk the practical stuff, which is which is the good, the good meat for today. It works like any other addiction works, but in a positive way. To explain, an addiction is something you get hooked on. You started in the beginning, and uh, 
as you continue on, you have to continue to use it, and then you have to continue to usually use more in order to get the same high, for example. Um, and you just get hooked, and you just want to keep going more and more and more, but then eventually that destroys you. That pattern is a positive pattern when you find the one true thing that you can be addicted to. Yeah. You can't be addicted to anything in the world and receive peace or life. The only thing you're allowed to be addicted to, and it works, is Jesus. Mm. So if you're addicted to Jesus, you start uh, reading and praying and having a relationship with him. Then you get hooked because you start saying, this is real. This works. He loves yes. me. It's a relationship. Yeah. The yes. power is there and all this stuff my life. Mm -hmm. Like this purpose thing, it all starts working, and then you start using more and more I, I want to just jump in here. That, that hook thing. Literally, when you realize that you're not just reading the book because you're trying to be a good boy – or a good girl, but when you realize like, whoa, God is real and he's doing something in my life and he's speaking to me mm -hmm. and I'm feeling his presence and like this whole thing's real, very addictive. Oh yeah, and but and that's great. More and more that's and more. That's great. Yeah. We we call that the spirit high, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're on shout out Tom Gillis, we're on the most high, you know what yes. I'm saying? The most high yep. fi, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's great. That's perfect because you're allowed to be addicted to Jesus because if you're addicted to Jesus, everything will be fine. Mm -hmm to him in a relational aspect, then um, your relationship keep, keeps growing. It's just like a good marriage. You know, you keep on digging deeper and deeper. The more that time goes, the more sustenance there is in the marriage, the stronger it is. Um, you know, but even marriage, even the best things in the world, none of them will fulfill us. Only Jesus does. So it works like that. Uh, to the first thing you said, which for sure is a perfect thing for us to get into, is how to figure out this list of things you have for your day. Mm. And... Um, for the second half, we can talk about prioritizing your day, you know, on the show today. Um, the first thing before you start prioritizing all the things on your list is to figure out your Devo life list and how to do that. So I would say think through how am I going to do a Devo life and what things can I build into my Devo life as a basic start or if I want to go deeper, other things I can add, mm -hmm. for example. Okay. So you start with reading and praying. So here, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really make it simple for people. Mm -hmm. So you get up in the morning. Yeah. What does your morning look like? You asking me or, personally? Yeah. Or yeah. What this? What, what what a morning could look like? Like practical. How can someone do it? Um. Well, my morning starts with uh, the Devo life. This is the first thing I do. I wake up. I play Clash of Clans for ten minutes while my coffee brews. And, um, then I hook my phone up, I put it away, I go to my table and I get my Bible and, uh, I have a Devo little booklet and I have my Bible itself and I have my journal. I read through it. I study through it, make notes and stuff. So a Devo is what? Like a page? A Devo booklet would be like common terminology for a booklet that someone could create. Usually it's like a 365 day yeah. booklet. It's so one page. And every single day they have a kind of paragraph thing to encourage you with something. And so how long does it take you to read that, that particular that page? That thing itself, three minutes. Okay. It's like an appetizer. That's why I like – no, I'm trying to tell people how simple it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like an okay. appetizer. So you read it, three minutes devotion. And then I have, I have an organized way that I read my yeah. Bible, which for me is – one chapter from Old New Testament and one from the Psalms or Proverbs. So I okay. go through that. That's, That's good. I like that. Take notes as I go through. I like to highlight and underline things. I think through things as I go through. Uh -huh. um, as a rule, not an exception. Sometimes I might get caught on one thing and just think through that and write uh -huh. notes on that. Um, I do that for about half an hour. And then I go and I pray. And then when I pray, 
I have note cards with lists of things to help me stay organized in my prayer life. So I'm not just sitting there and my ADHD goes off. Um, and so I go through my list of things for a certain amount of time before I get ready and go to the gym. Uh, but the principles from that so can be applied long, anywhere. How long is that whole process? My personal process, I'm reading and praying for an hour. But anybody can start yeah. with the same like skeleton yeah. at a small amount of time, which is yeah. where I started when yeah. I was first growing up. You don't have to do an hour. Yeah, you could do 30 you, minutes. Yeah, you could do 10. You could read one chapter of the Bible. You can open it up. Um, a lot of people... So if you like talk to a lot of church people and they say, hey, where do I start reading the Bible? They will tell you, and they should tell you, don't just start in the beginning. A lot of people start in the first book of the Bible. If you start in the beginning of the Bible, eventually you'll get confused. So a lot of people in church will say to start in the book of John, um, which is stories of Jesus. Or you could just start the second half of the Bible with the New Testament, which is just a bunch of stories of Jesus. I, I told my friend to start in Matthew. I wasn't thinking. So where do I start? I go, just I'm like, just read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I would say John, but this, for this particular one, I go, start in Matthew. Right. And then he's like, what the heck are all those names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Names. I'm all, oh, I forgot to tell you. Skip the names. We will come back to that in a Bible study. And I remember. Because it shows the genealogy. But I go, start in chapter two. And I remember, too, I, even when I did that growing <laughs> up, I remember like being really young and reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and being confused. I was like, yeah. why are the same stories coming up? Like, what, why are they repeating the stories? So that's why a lot of people will say John. Mm-hmm. So it's less confusing, and, um, and and it proves that Jesus is the Son of God. But I, yeah, I want to tell I want to focus. tell people about my day and a way to do it, okay? Right. As well. So here's here's two two different perspectives. So I get up, and right when I get up, I turn on. Um, I have I have an app called K Wave, and it has um has Bible teachers every thirty minutes on the thing, and then they'll throw every thirty minutes will be a Bible teacher, and they'll have some worship in between, like a song or two, okay? So if I'm not feeling, for whatever reason, the the study that day, I just have worship music on. Mm-hmm. So now I have worship music or I have Bible studies just floating through the air in my bedroom and where I'm at in my phone. So it's on me. So I walk downstairs. I make a coffee. From there, then I go to – or whether if I'm going to shower or whatever in the morning, brush my teeth. That's all. There's 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 music or a Bible study happening. So my mind is on Christ. Yeah. And I'm not hearing – You're doing worship music or – Yeah, I'm not hearing yeah. everything, but better than the, the things I'm hearing than hearing nothing, right? So my mind is already on Christ. I'm hearing the worship I'm singing yeah. or I'm hearing this these nuggets from these Bible studies um, as that's happening. Then I go downstairs and make my coffee, still have the worship or I have the Bible study happening. Then I go into my office. And uh, – oh, I'm sorry. From there, then what I do is I take – I'll take my kids – end up taking my kids to school and I drop them off. And then on the way back, I'll listen to uh, start a topical Bible study uh, with Chuck Smith right now going through the Bible, wherever I'm at in, in that topical study. And it's 30 minutes. So basically by the time I get home from school, I still have 10 minutes left of the study because I'm just driving home. So I'm like, okay, that's 20 minutes of the Bible study. Then I get home, go in my office. I finished the last 10 minutes of the study. So I'm already just going about my day, my normal stuff. And I've already heard some studies. I've heard worship. And now I heard a whole Bible study already just, just to get the day started. Yeah. Which that could just be dead time doing nothing, right? Then I get home. Then I p- open up my devotion. I have three devotions. So so let's just say if you do one devotion to start. Right. You, three minutes. Right. And I, I say it's five minutes because I read it and then I post it on my stories on Instagram. <laughs> That's with five minutes of posting. Then I open my Bible wherever I'm at reading right now. I think I'm in – where am I? I don't know. It's like uh, um, um, uh, Second Corinthians. So 
I'm reading through there, and then what happens is um, I'll either highlight something, underline, make my notes. I could take a picture and post it on Instagram for people to be ministered to, or I just read a chapter there or two chapters depending, and then I do the one in in Proverbs. But I'm going to start adding the Psalms. And then that's it. Then I'm done for that day. That's just my devotions. That doesn't take a lot of time. I took my kids to school. I made my coffee. And now I'm ready to go start emails or whatever. Yeah. That's just – we're talking about just basic – devotion life that we should do just like when we wake up every morning we get our coffee and we get our food that's our food yeah so i would say the most basic thing that anybody could do is we're talking about the most basic stuff i tell yeah so like and and you can see and with two live examples you can see how it can work and you can kind of create it which is another perspective thing just to you know you create your own time with god it's like a date you got to create that own time with god i want to add something because i was thinking about my wife her, her thing, she reads kind of at, cause we have a bunch of kids and she's with the kids. So I know she does like to read at night. She also likes to read at night mm-hmm. because all the kids are in sleep. So she likes to read at night as well, but she does something during the day, but more or less like at nights, like, like she, goes deeper at nights. Yeah. But right. see for me, by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm so over it. Same. I'll listen to worship, but yeah. I'm not, I mean, doing I, I, something in the morning just to get your mind in the right spot yeah. is always – that's always going to be a win. At nighttime, I'm not, I'm not trying to listen, read a Bi- or study the Bible because I'm just like – I want to be – when I read this, the other thing that's, that's good to hear is that when I'm going to get after it and read and, and listen to a Bible study, I don't just put a Bible study on if I'm like spaced out or if I'm not just like not into it because it's just like you're going to listen to it. And because I'm going consist, uh, consecutively through the Bible, right. so I don't want to waste that study. So I want to wait till I'm sharp and I can retain it all. Yeah. To do, it. or else I have to go back and listen to it again. So find those moments where you're not burned out and tired because you're not doing any. You're gonna listen, or you're gonna be like, "Oh, I got to spend time with you, God," and you're like so tired from like if you have kids or you're working all day or whatever, and you're just wasting it because you're not even retaining it. Yeah, I got a friend that does the same thing. So He'll make sure that you're actually focused and your your mind is like I like to do it in the morning because my mind's like. It's fresh and it's ready. Yeah. I got a friend that does something small in the morning but goes deeper in, at night because he's like a night owl. Um, and that's biblical too. I mean, biblically, starting the day with the Lord, even if it's something small. The most basic thing you can do is find a book of the Bible to start. John or the New Testament or whatever is a good thing. Do one chapter and read through it. Try and think about it. You just have your Bible. You just read the chapter and think and then pray for five minutes reading the chapter could take five minutes praying could take five minutes i tell a lot of people to do this a lot of people that are just saved a lot of young people that get saved and something i did a long time ago to help me get in the habit and um of good prayer which is that's a whole other subject but prayer is not done as hardcore as it really should be we're going to get back to the hardcore stuff after the break but the basic but like in general actually praying i tell a lot of people like you keep your phone, keep your phone away from like um, distraction purposes. But use your phone if you want. Set a timer for five minutes. Throw the phone away from you, and then sit and do some kind of intentional prayer. Talk to God, and you can start getting organized if you want. But the most basic is at least just sit and talk to God. Talk about you and Him. Talk about your day. Ask Him to be with you and help you. You know, think about Jesus dying on the cross for your sins. But by the time five minutes goes by, the alarm goes off. The minimum that you've done is read a chapter and prayed for five minutes. That's 10 minutes. That is so easy. And from there, you can start growing in all kinds of ways and adding all kinds of things. If you do that every day, and you might be listening right now, and you're like, 10 minutes? Yep. Easy. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, we'll just do it. <laughs> For real. Because that's the hard part. But For when real. you do it, when you do it, it will you, – you'll you'll start getting that taste and you're going to love it. And you're going to be like, dude, oh, it's going down. Especially if God starts speaking to you and all yeah. of you look at him, he speaks to you and you just keep – you're just going after it. And praying, praying, talking to God, just talking to him. Yeah, and, and another thing I would say like as a good general perspective is that the morning Devo time is a kickstart to just you living your life with God all yeah. day. So yeah. like you were saying earlier that he'll – bring things up and use things from Devo life it's it's the mo- it's the particular time of day where we are going to sit alone with God with nothing else going on and that f- alone is important but it also is just a kickstart into your day because you're supposed to be walking with God all day you're thinking about God you're talking to him all day long so if you think about a relationship if I only talked to my wife in the morning mm-hmm. what's up with that you know I'm gonna hang out with her all day and talk with her all day or whatever um, but we're going to go on dates and that's going to feed us. So the Devo is like the date mm-hmm. and it helps you to kickstart that, you know, you're kind of in the right mindset. And that's why like, you'll see a difference. Even if you do 10 minutes a day, you'll start seeing a difference. You will. That's just the basic foundation. And someone like myself, and I know there's people out there like me that have uh, ADHD that I have to do it in the morning before I get my emails going, before I check my phone. I want to be fresh and focused because I get distracted mm-hmm, and my mind gets off it and then I'm reading it and I'm thinking about something else. It's like for me, my, that's the way my mind works because I have you know ADHD. So I got to literally just go and get after it and I'm focused. Yeah. And then I, then I know when I'm done and I can go back all my work. But listen, we are coming to a break to the second half. In the second half, I want to go into it. Like we just gave the basics of daily. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about people that want to go hard. Yeah. People that want to hear God's voice. People that – that God, you want God to use you and you want to just go to the maximum send with him yeah. full in. So uh, we're going to come back from the break in a couple of minutes, but I have Jairus Hodges from Calvary Chapel uh, Fellowship in St. Pete, Florida. Also the director and founder of the school zeal school ministry, which is located um, in Florida on the whosoever's.com on our homepage as well. And uh, all that good stuff. So go, go to the whosoever's and check it out. And it's a year program, but we'll be back right after the break. Peace. More of The Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
now back, back, back to the Ryan Reese Show. All right. It's go time. We are back with uh, Jairus Hodges out of Calvary Chapel Fellowship out here in St. Pete, Florida. And actually, uh, you're the founder of uh, the school, Zeal School of Ministry, which is actually located here, which we are actually here on location right now. And just to give a little background, you guys, we, I come out here once a year to come teach on evangelism, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and we do several events out here, pouring to the students, do outreaches to the skate park. But this thing's happening here for one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you enroll, you're here for one year, and then from there, I was just talking to a couple of the, the students from last year. Uh, they're moving into other jobs, and they get placed in other places. So it's an amazing opportunity, and it's in Florida. And you get to come for a year. It's an awesome thing. This is the third year. Third year, uh, it's been happening, and you guys have what's your what's your uh, capacity for students a year? Ten students. It's ten. Yep. And that was the vision of this: is not to have something massive, but smaller. Jesus had twelve, by the right. way, right. Um, to pour into them. So it's more hands on, and and no one gets lost in the shuffle. It's very direct with people. Yeah. And um and it's an amazing thing, and all the students love it. We've had so many students graduate and actually come back when I've been here, mm-hmm. come back to visit, and everyone's doing amazing. So check it out. How, where did they find the uh, zealschool.com. 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 That's it. Check it out. All the info. Okay. So. At the beginning of the show, we were talking about Devo life, devotion life, yep. the basics to a relationship with God. And you're going to have to you know, go back and listen to the first half, but it's the minimum that you want to start to hear God's voice, for him to speak to you. And uh, we, I think it came out to like a 30-minute little session. But then as you whet your appetite for this, this should lead you into once you find out that God's real, he's speaking to you, you're going to want more and more. It's going to be very addicting, to be honest, when you realize that God does exist Mm -hmm. and he sees you and he wants to have a relationship with you. As you pray, things happen and he he gives you the desires of your heart and those desires of your heart. He created you with those desires in your heart from the very beginning before you were born. But the only way you figure out what those desires of your heart are that he – placed in your life that destiny that plan for your life is to come into a relationship with him and the starting point is a devotion after you confess your sins and give your life to christ the next thing is a devotion life but now the second half let's talk to people after they kind of graduate from that devotion life and they want to go deeper in a relationship they're getting more serious what does that look like there's a lot of different things that you can do yeah so to go deeper in your walk with the Lord, there's practical things that you can do, uh, spiritual practices and disciplines, and a lot of it is starting with the Devo life. So we can talk about a lot of different things that you could do, a lot of thoughts for you to uh, marinate on whether or not you might want to take more steps in a Devo life. The first, I would say, is the extension of your time in reading and praying, right. that you can start with just a little bit of time, but as you... Uh, get better at making time for it. You can spend more time reading. You can mm-hmm. spend more time praying, and you know, build it up to whatever feels right for you. Um, you know, you don't have to be crazy, like you said in the very beginning, and mm-hmm. and think we have to. Oh, I got to th- read for three hours and pray for three hours. Like that's mm-hmm. dumb. Just just be real. Just be honest, and and uh, you will figure out what works for you. You know, and you'll figure out where it works for you. So as just something simply to expand. You could do your Devo life, which we talked about at the beginning of the show. You you get up and you read your devotion, which is a one page. It takes about three minutes to read. Yeah. Underline it, highlight some stuff. 
then you read a chapter of a of a book wherever you're at in um, the Bible, mm-hmm. and then you could read an Old Testament if you choose, or you can do the the Proverbs, whatever. Anyway, yeah. all that takes minutes, really. Yeah. So that could be your starting point, but then you could say, okay, the next step. For an example, I want to go to the next level. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to start going through a book in the Bible with a Bible study. Right. So for instance, I get the the Word for Today app, which is the it has all of Chuck Smith's uh, Bible studies. One of my favorite pastors. He's my pastor. That's who I listen to. So what I'll do is I'm going to go to the Gospel of John, and I go chapter one, and his studies are about an hour. And then so I might do devotion and then one Bible study. And that's it for the day. Now, you know, 20-something chapters later, I just finished one of the books of the 66 books in the Bible. Yeah. So now – With a full teaching on – Full teaching yeah, of right. the breakdown of date, place, time, what's happening and, and Holy Spirit-filled te- Bible teaching. Then if you think about that, boom, you knocked off a book. Right. Then you could jump over to the Old Testament if you want and do a book or continue to the New Testament. But – that would be a huge goal. Yeah. Is to go, I'm gonna go through the whole Bible. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, you're like, well, I'm gonna step it up. I'm gonna do two hours. I'm gonna do one in the morning or or whatever, however you decide to do it. But right. you do one in the morning and one in the evening sometimes. And now that's what happened to me. You start getting that itch and you're like, I'm trying to go through these books faster because I'm trying to get the book done. So then you start up in these times when you have more availability on a Saturday. You're like, okay, I woke up. I went to the skate park. Now I'm at home. I'm going to crank through two, two Bible studies where I'm just chilling and eating. Yep. And then you're – because you're like – you're focused to get through the Bible. Yeah. And then this – I'm just telling you this. These are so simple, just simple things of how the craving starts. And, mm-hmm. and, and then it also gives you like a goal like – Dude, I'm gonna go through the whole Bible. Yeah, I've I've accomplished the whole Bible. Yeah, and then some, and it feels amazing. Yeah, and uh, listening to some kind of podcast or app or Bible teaching thing in general is just another great layer of something extra you can do. Yeah. You've already mentioned um, devotional booklets, so there's devotional booklets that you can add. Do you know the name of yours? Uh, I have a David Jeremiah one. I don't know the name of it, and then I have a Billy Graham one. Okay, and then I have a. Joel Steve. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I got one that's uh, pretty uh, common called My Utmost for His Highest. Who's, so. who's the other one? I don't know. But regardless, those are examples of like extra books that like people will write kind of like tight paragraph things that you can read in addition. The podcast stuff is oh, an easy – Felon. Felon. That's the third one? Yeah, Felon. Yeah. My dad gave it to me. That's the one I hate reading. It's so hardcore. <laughs> I'm like, it's dude, it's that's the one I always text out all the oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna check out this devotion. I'm all and then uh Tom's like, Which one is it? I go, It's the devotion I hate reading. It's 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 some old school dude named uh, his last name's Felon, I guess, but He's brutal. Yeah, it's, it's so deny self. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. But he, anyway, it's Felon, Billy Graham, and then um uh, who did I say? Charles uh, uh, or J- uh, Jeremiah, David Jeremiah. Yeah. So you can you can look up devos like that and add that um, as a part of your diet, if you will. Yeah. The podcast Bible study stuff is an easy thing to add to your diet because you can do that, like you were saying, going through a book. You can do it in your car, like you were also saying earlier. Worship music, something you can add. Podcast Bible teaching you can add. I do, uh, for example. Um, 
I listen to Chuck Smith too. I have the, the Word for Today app. What other pastors do you listen to? Just him. Uh, I, I listen to him and I listen to other people like sporadically and randomly, yeah, yeah, but not yeah. organized. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been going through all the Bible series from him. I do it when I drive to and from the gym and then I do it while I'm making my breakfast. So like you can add extra layers like that, like you were even saying earlier, while you're doing normal stuff, worship music, mm-hmm. podcast related stuff. And so you're already thinking of these extra layers that you can add mm-hmm. And some of them you can add during normal life stuff without even adding extra time per se. Yep. And so that's you're already starting to go deeper. Mm-hmm. You're already starting to expand the horizons. Worship of music. Growing. I try to play that as much as possible because mm-hmm. you're feeding your spirit with just music. I want, I want to ask you a question though. Why do you, why do you like Chuck Smith? Uh, personal answer. Uh, I listen to Chuck Smith. I listen to it fast Yeah, because it matches my ADHD brain. But um, I, slow. <laughs> I started listening to him because you did. Mm-hmm. So I knew that you had the app and, and I caught on to that years ago and yeah. I was just following you. Yeah. And so I've been going through stuff ever since. And um, the way he teaches is good for me uh, because he's uh, very informational. Yes. And that becomes very helpful yeah. to actually learn things. Yeah. Yes. That's what I like too. Um, he also gets practical, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not as much of a preacher vibe as he is a teacher vibe. Yep. You know, he'll preach into it, but yeah. the, a lot of the teaching stuff, and yeah. and he did a lot of work in uh, preparing the messages that he did because a lot of the messages, most of them, are his nighttime studies, which were longer mm-hmm. times at church. It wasn't like the Sunday morning mm-hmm. quick thing, mm-hmm. and so they're like some are topical things are thirty minutes, but. The through the Bible stuff is 45, an hour, an hour and 15. Uh-huh, yeah. So he really yeah. – he goes through it and he's got – I mean there's just so much resources. So I, I've enjoyed listening to him uh, and enjoyed the way that he teaches through things and helping me to learn backgrounds from things. And I also enjoy it because I'm whosoever's. I'm a skater. I love screaming music, but I'm Calvary Chapel. Yeah. Like that's yeah. – I'm born and raised Calvary yeah. Chapel and yeah. I believe in Calvary Chapel. And so I feel like I'm being fed from the OG and that, exactly. that makes me feel strong and legit. I like it because the OG, exactly. Yeah. And because um, we want to keep the DNA of, as we are Calvary, we work with all churches, but as we are Calvary, we want to keep the DNA of Calvary yeah. and like to hear it from the horse's mouth, if you will. Right. Now, the other thing is, I, I like that too, because his, his studies are simple, but they're deep. Exactly. And a lot of information. Right. Very amazing. Yeah. And very and helpful. he talks slow, and I like it slow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you like it. And you, uh, well, I, can, I, can, I can process but, it all. But no. And, and, and by the way, the app, the word for today. Yeah. Dude, he has hours and so hours. So many and things. He has in depth, Acts in so depth, Romans in depth, um, uh, um, Corinthians, all these right. in depth. You're talking like Topical I did the book of Acts in depth one time, and it was like a hundred and something studies. Yeah, it just acts. Yeah. Anyway, dude, and you can do that with all kinds of people. You can, if you guys, yeah. and we haven't even talked about going to church. So as a Christian, you're supposed to go to church, but uh, today we're talking about the diva life. But if you go to church and you get involved in church. You have leaders at church. Uh, you can ask them for some of these resources. You can say, hey, is there a Devo book that you would suggest? Is there mm-hmm. uh, other, other pastors I can add in addition? If you really like the pastor at your church, they might have their own resources. You can listen to those things. Mm-hmm. There's so many pastors out there with so many resources. Everyone. Yeah. Just find out who yeah, who you like. Just do a little bit of homework good. and find what you like. Okay. So with that said um, – go, dude, go through the Bible. That sounds amazing. What, yeah. are, some other, what are some other things? I would say uh, prayer is another thing that you can learn more how to grow deeper in. Prayer, reading the Bible can become such a large thing, um, and it's basically endless on how you can add extra commentaries, uh, devotionals, podcasts, Bible teachings, 
worship music helps uh, and, and podcast stuff helps um, to fill our minds with good things. But prayer by itself is another thing you have to grow in. You have to learn how to pray. The disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. And I've learned more about prayer the more that I've dug into it. So when I started digging deeper, I used a phone timer to like, I would be like, I want to pray for 15 minutes. And then I would set a timer and I would force myself to keep praying for that long. And I did the same thing for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I would try hour sessions. And that really, like practicing that really helped me start to learn more about it. And then as I start to do, started to do more praying, I started do, practicing more biblical ways of praying. So I pray on my face. I pray on my knees. I pace and pray. I pray silently. I pray out loud. I pray in silence. I give thanks to God and praise to God, supplication for friends and family, people of the church. I ask God for things for myself, uh, so many different things to pray for, so many different ways to pray, so many different positions to pray in, and so many different time frames that you can um, try out, and uh, that becomes a whole nother pool uh, that you can jump into, an ocean that you can jump into on taking things a further step. Um, in addition to reading and praying... Something that you could definitely add in on is there are some things that Jesus told us that we can do. Like if you're really trying to seek God and really trying to dig, one of the best things that Jesus talked about is fasting. Mm -hmm. You can fast mostly from food. Usually that's the classic way to fast. You, you take a day or yeah, so. That's or, the way it goes down. My dad even, uh, like he, uh, he, he fasts certain meals sometimes. That was perspective for me, you know, not trying to be too boxed in. Like I can just fast a breakfast one time just unto the Lord. Uh, working fast at dinner one time, or maybe I can just fast two, or and not like intermittent fasting. Like I'm trying to be healthy. Like yeah, so you do it as a so, spiritual discipline. You're so not trying to devil dip. <laughs> do it on the ones that count. Right. Fast on the ones that like I don't eat breakfast, so I'm like I'm not gonna be like oh Lord I'm faxing breakfast. I'm gonna fax. Oh, I can't speak. <laughs> fax fast fast. <laughs> fast. I'm gonna fast breakfast. I don't even eat breakfast. Right. So that's stupid. Yeah. Though. You know, it's all about the heart. I, I, that count. So I just do the day. I just right, do the whole sure. yeah, thing day because I'm yeah. like, because I ain't doing it in breakfast anyway. So I'm just like, I'm gonna hit it. But or if I fast, I usually I'll break it at dinner time, for example. Like, yeah, I'll get to the night. Yeah, yeah. At the end, then you just eat before you go to bed. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. So you could figure out each way. Um, I mean, just start baby steps. You know what I mean? Um, but that's a big, that's a big next step. Thing it is. It deep. is a big thing, and you gotta have, you gotta be focused when you fast. There's like a, it's like a, it's like a mentality you got to be ready i don't know about you but i got to be like ready like my mind is like when i'm fasting the next day i'm like okay dude i'm not gonna eat yeah <laughs> like, yeah like and it, through the day of fasting you yeah, gotta, yeah yeah you yeah focus. it's like you gotta get it's like i don't feel like i could just start in the morning wake up and be like you know i'm just gonna fast <laughs> i gotta it's almost like i have to prepare myself and I'm, i say that so people understand like you need to don't just be like one day like oh i'm gonna fast i mean maybe if you that works for you but right. for me perspective though. i have to have like mentality like okay Tomorrow, I'm going to be fasting. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm like, okay, I'm going to be taking care of my kids all day long and fasting. Mm -hmm. That's not going to work well because my kids are wild. Right. And I need to be not chasing my kids and, you know, whatever happens during that time, fasting. Because, you know, fasting, you could get, if you're not eating, you could get angry and mad. And there's a, don't put yourself yeah. in a bad situation. Right. You know? And Jesus said, I mean, Jesus talked about prayer like this. Uh, read the beginning of Matthew, Matthew chapter five and You've six. You've got to be know. focused. Like when you're fast, make sure you have time to like concentrate on yeah, the fast. He said when you fast, he's like, don't let anybody know that you're fasting. You yeah. know, like just keep going about your day and what your father sees that you do mm -hmm. in secret. He'll bless you. Uh, it, it'll take you deeper and, and sometimes those are things you can like fasting especially can be something you can do on, on major times in your life when you really need 
clarity. You really need like answers and sometimes God will speak or sometimes it'll just be the peace that he gives you. But like, regardless, you're just like, Hey, I'll do anything. I'll read more. I'll pray more and I'll fast. And uh, those are like practical things. It's amazing. There is something that happens for sure. When you fast and you're in that zone, it's like, you're like, it's like, cause the flesh is dead. It just Mm -hmm. dies. Cause you're like, not like I don't bow down to you right now. I'm not going to eat when because your my body's telling me I'm hungry. Right. So it's like in the spirit. It's like you you get more like alert. It's it's amazing. I love it. I, I used you to only fast get it if you do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I used to fast a lot, and it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. I do once in a while, but definitely I love doing it. And once yeah. you get into it, once you start doing it, you just get into it again. Exactly. Just like everything else. Yeah. Just, yeah. You start. You st- and and here and I'll, I'll repeat too. Like. These are all kinds of things and there's more, all kinds of ways that you can start to create this relationship that you have with God. Like when you are walking with God and and you're figuring out things to fill your mind and fight against the noise, there are all these kinds of things that I do. So now like that's what I've done for my life. I've, I've figured out things like these, all these things we're mentioning. I do all these things in, in what, what works for my life and I do it in a way that is genuine I'm not just trying to be like religious for the sake of it. I'm trying to seek God. I'm trying to be close to God. Um, and another thing I want to uh, encourage and talk about a little bit is that when you do these things and you figure out like all these different ways that you can start but also go deeper, it really does actually help you with the prioritization of everything else in your life. Mm-hmm. If you prioritize the Devo time, which is in essence prioritizing a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. – from that flows the ability to prioritize everything else in your life and give you perspective on everything else in your life because life is crazy. Like we got so many things going on, so many so things many. to think about. So many, like, so how do I think about that stuff? And uh, I always like to encourage that, you know, when we get priority with Jesus on top, practically – that will give us the perspective on the priority with everything else in our life. So I, every day I think about my day before I go into it. Therapy taught me that, um, that I'll look at what I have as far as I can understand, as far as I can control. And I'll, I'll look at all the things that I have going on in the day and I'll think about it ahead of time. And from this Devo time, from this relationship with Jesus, I am given perspective on how to prioritize which of those are most important. Mm -hmm. And then that literally tells me the time that I'm putting the time slots of my day. So it's like my wife, she is up there. I mean, she's, it's me and Jesus and then my wife. So that gives me time slots. I spend like an hour of every morning I have helping her to, you know, have breakfast and lunch and get ready to go to work because she's priority. So that gives me an hour time slot. The next thing is like work. And I start thinking about work and I think about, well, what's the priority? What, what is going to honor you and what's my responsibilities you've given me and what's the first thing I got to do? If you got kids and you think like, how do I take care of my kids? I got to make sure they're fed. I got to make sure they, if they're going to school, like you don't feed them, they'll let you know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so you have, and, and God, God gives you these, this uh, wisdom, these priorities from his word and from this yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. So then you, it literally, I'm just trying to explain, like, I want you guys to understand it really plans out the time slots of your day. So the top five or seven things that are the most important are going to be what your day is. And the Lord will give you the the wisdom for that. 
you it might not be Taco Bell. You know, maybe you shouldn't do that today because like you just don't get enough time for it. Mm-hmm. The first priorities are my wife, my work. I got to have these meetings. I got to take care of my kids and do this thing. I know I have to finish that thing. I know I have to start this thing. I know these are the priorities in my day. I know that's what's going to honor God. And anything that's not on that like top five, seven, I might have like I got to fill my tires with air. You know, eventually I got a couple mm-hmm. PSI low. That's like number 12 on my list. Yeah. So every single day I'm going to go through, starting with one, yeah. go through my day and go through the priorities, and he will give me the wisdom for that. And that way you don't trip out because you can think about 15 things you need to do. Yeah. But how do you actually organize that? Mm-hmm. The Devo Life gives you wisdom to order it mm-hmm. and then to put it in time slots. And then if you miss number 10, you don't trip because mm-hmm. you know that you honored God with your day. I know that I did what you wanted me to do, how you wanted me to do it, when you wanted me I prioritized the right things and the right people because you gave me wisdom to do it. Now, that's amazing. One of the other things I do want to uh, add to this, and I want you to speak into this, is that you got to be careful. People need to be careful that when they start getting into the Jesus thing and they're buying books and devotions, if you buy too much stuff and you start one book, you start all these different books. Mm-hmm. You go through that phase. You start all these different books. You don't finish anything. And then it becomes overwhelming. Right. You have, oh my gosh, how am I going to finish all these books? Just buy one book at a time. Finish the book and then flip over the other book. That's the way I am. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, oh, I'm going through, I'm reading the Bible right now and I'm in Jeremiah and then I'm over here in, in Colossians and then I'm over here in Genesis. It's like, that, that will burn you out and you'll just be, you just stay focused yeah. and knock out one thing at a time. Yeah, that's another thing. That Don't makes... spread yourself out too thin with this whole devotion. You get excited, you know. It makes me think of Bible plans. We didn't even mention that's another thing that a lot of people have Bible plans, and and they'll give you a whole plan for the whole year, and yeah. then you just have this piece of paper that tells you these are the chapters you read today. But even when you do that, like you're saying, if I miss a day, then I trip out. I got to read seven chapters the next day, or I miss two days. Like that's that's great perspective at the end of all this for you to remind everyone, like. At the end of the day, don't trip. Like, don't trip. It, the whole point of this that we said in the very beginning is this is a relationship with Jesus. So you don't, you never are supposed to get caught up in logistics. Life is built on principles, not logistics. Yeah. Life is built on love. You know. So if if you if you remind yourself of that, if you remember that perspective, then it helps you not to trip out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would add to that, just uh, saying the same thing a different way. No matter how far you go, no matter how deep you go, no matter how many things you do. No matter how long it's been, nothing will ever be more important than just you and Jesus. And you have to remind yourself of that. You you can f- so easily get slipped up while doing good religious things that are good for good purposes and get caught up into thinking that you're super cool because you're doing religious things. And then you lose Jesus. And you can get really uh, tripped up and doing a good job of doing a lot of things, but then you lose the fact that you're doing it for Jesus. You're doing it to be with Jesus. And this is a very real thing. An intimate relationship with Jesus is a real thing. And never forget that that's the most important thing. No matter what day it is, every day, my goal is whatever I'm doing in my Devo life and how it affects the rest of my day is for me to be close with God. And if if you can say that your most comfortable, peaceful time of your day is where you make that time to just be alone with him for a little bit. If you can be, be alone with God and feel the peace that comes from that and, and, and understand like the fresh, the refreshment, the strength, the, the faith that you're filled with of like, I know this is legit and I know this is what matters most in my life. I'm sitting here with you right now 
and you're the most important thing. And there's a piece that comes with that. If you can, if you get to that moment, that's what matters most. And being in that every single day by faith, you might not always feel it, but you just know, like my spirit knows this is right. And I know that you're real. I know you love me. I know you got my back. Like you're in that. Mm-hmm. It's always about that. You mm-hmm. always go back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So easy to forget that. Well, this show has been amazing. Um, I want to use the last minute just to plug uh, the Zeal School Ministry on online. What's the website? Zealschool.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can come here uh, for a year. You get discipled. Um, and then uh, doors open up for you to maybe possibly go work at another uh, church um, as an intern or get hired. Um, there's camp. Uh, there's actually um, houses here on the, the grounds of Calvary Chapel Florida, uh, Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete, Florida. They have houses here for the, the girls and the boys, mm-hmm. and it's connected. The church is like this little compound here. It's, it's an amazing, beautiful thing. You're a pastor here. Uh, you are um, the, the Zeal founder and um, director, and it's just an amazing thing. If you are young, ages from what, what, what year to what 18 year? 18 to 23. 18 to 23. If you're interested, come here. This is their third year doing it. And uh, come be a part of um, year four. Yeah, applications are uh, open yeah, right now. It's really amazing. They have amazing Bible teachers that come here from all over all over the United States mm-hmm. that come here and teach for a week at a time and, and lead the students. So it's just an awesome, amazing opportunity. So check them out when you get a chance. Uh, go to the whosoevers.com. You could go to our homepage. You'll find Zeal School Ministry at the very bottom of the front page. Click there. There's a trailer video as well. Book us to come out to your local schools, do any uh, events to outreach. Our mission is the Great Commission. Thank you for tuning in. Jairus, you're amazing. Let's do it again. Many more shows coming soon. We love you. Peace. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose have you ever found yourself on the ledge my name is billy yates i'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast billy and the goat i share the life-changing events that shaped who i am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen god can help you get up and thrive listen now at lifeaudio.com